The deeper the Energy Department gets into cleaning up Cold War-era nuclear waste dumps, the more difficult and expensive the task seems to grow. The Government Accountability Office notes the estimate went up by more than $100 billion just this year. Joining me with recommendations for DOE to keep moving, David Trimble, Director of Natural Resources and Environment Issues at the GAO. Mr. Trimble, good to have you back. Hey, thanks for having me. First of all, this $109 billion increase in the estimate for nuclear waste dump cleanup, that's all about the Hanford site, correct, in North Northwest Washington State, I believe it is? Yes, that's the uh, lion's share of that uh, increase in the past year. What happened there? How did it go up so much in one year? Well, uh, there's a couple of things. One, I believe the uh, uh, department's paying a little more attention to uh, liability estimates since GAO placed uh, federal environmental liabilities on its high-risk uh, list a couple of years ago. Um, and the other is that the, they've been taking a closer look at the, the challenges they're facing in that cleanup mission. Uh, there's a lot of uh, technical issues remaining, and they've, they've continued since the project's inception to have uh, contract and project management issues uh, in carrying out that work. I mean, basically, they're building some kind of a plant that would turn this millions and millions of gallons of stuff into glass. Is this a technology that, that we correct. can have confidence in? Uh, well, that is, that's the 60, well, the $100 billion question, I suppose. The, uh, the challenges uh, at Hanford are, are pretty wide. There's, there's a lot of high-level liquid waste. There's low-level liquid waste. There's groundwater contamination. There's, there's lots of uh, uh, various projects and uh, challenges there. The biggest, of course, is the high-level uh, liquid radioactive waste. So they are building what's called the waste treatment plant at, at Hanford, uh, but that's really sort of a misnomer since it's really a, a conglomeration of multiple facilities to deal with low-level waste, high-level waste, turn some of it in glass, uh, separate some of the other, and then they have to figure out what to do with these underground tanks once you've emptied the waste out of them. All of that is uh, very complicated work and dangerous work, and uh, it's obviously uh, very expensive. And zooming out from the Hanford question, what you found is that in general, the department is having trouble getting a handle on what it's what the out limits of its liabilities are here in terms of time and budget. Yeah, that's that's correct. Uh, it's very consistent with our high-risk uh, report where we noted that the reported liabilities are, tend to be understated and will likely to continue to grow. And obviously, since our last report, uh, that's been proven out by DOE's uh, large jump in its liabilities. What this last report really focused on was, one, what is known about the liabilities, and we've talked about that, but really, uh, the, the, I think the core issue is how is DOE, and it's it specifically EM, which is the part of DOE that manages this Office of Environmental Management, how are they approaching the mission? And what we have found uh, in that uh, section of the report is that they still do not have a strategic, uh, complex-wide approach to this work. Uh, the cleanup decisions, the setting of priorities, uh, the agreements to uh, undertake certain work are largely managed by each site. And so you have this very distributed approach. Uh, but then what happens is that these decisions don't, if you're at one site, you're not considering fiscal constraints or the uh, priorities of other sites. So you end up with uh, not necessarily the most strategic or cost-effective uh, approach to cleaning up the mission. And this lack of a strategic approach has been something that GAO, the DOE IG, and multiple outside groups have been urging DOE to undertake, at least from the 1990s. Because we've had a succession of energy secretaries, some of them are quite capable. Now, Rick Perry's been in there for a couple of years. It seems like this is something that needs to start at the top and say, 
we've got to get our handle on this. Let's get this organized. But that doesn't seem to have happened. No, it doesn't. And uh, the other part of our report is we, we note on sort of how does DOE report on this? And I think we're, you know, our belief, you know, obviously GAO, we're big on transparency, is the, the more uh, key decision makers in Congress understand the situation, the better prepared they are to make uh, smart decisions. And in that vein, Congress has been uh, increasing its oversight in this area. And actually in 2011, required DOE to submit to Congress a report on their plan, their budget needs, how are they going to meet milestones, if they weren't going to meet milestones, why. Uh, and what we found in this report was that uh, DOE, one, hadn't been submitting those reports. Uh, I think they'd only submitted two since 2011. Uh, and when the reports they did, the two reports they did submit uh, was in, were incomplete or had uh, inconsistent information. So, you know, to your point where decision makers and senior people need to engage and uh, sort of change the direction of the uh, the ship here, uh, you need information and you need transparency for people to uh, to do that. And thus far, DOE hasn't been uh, uh, stepping up to the plate. We're speaking with David Trimble, Director of Natural Resources and Environment Issues at the GAO. So your recommendations then, let's run through those. Are they basically financial and managerial and you're presuming they have the techno- the technological know-how they've got to eventually clean this stuff up? Yeah, that, I mean, the technology challenges are, are its own animal. In, in this report, in the, the bigger, the, the sort of the higher level uh, change course that needs to happen is that DOE needs to have a program-wide strategy for its cleanup mission, uh, sort of outlining what their priorities are, how they'll set priorities, and where how they will direct uh, their their resources. And and that's really important given the uh, the country and the federal government's um, you know fiscal situation. Jay has reported multiple times on the unsustainable fiscal path the government faces. So these decisions are going to get tighter and tighter going into the future. So it's really critical for DOE to to adopt a more sort of a strategic approach to this cleanup mission. The other two recommendations in the report really just deal with the issue of transparency to give Congress the information it needs to understand the scope of this challenge and to help them make decisions. And so those those recommendations really deal with the report they're supposed to pre- prepare once. So the recommendation is, you know, do the report and do it well, uh, and then to uh, disclose the funding it needs to actually achieve its mission. Uh, and they haven't been uh, fully transparent in in those those regard in that regard. Because I read the annual report of the Energy Department, and it's really dense, and it is hard to find out exactly what's going on. But if you look carefully, you find out that the Energy Department has something like a six or seven hundred billion dollar unfunded liability in the future, which is just enormous. It is enormous. When we issued the high risk report two years ago. We were noting that the federal liability was almost a half a trillion dollars. Well, today, DOE's, just DOE's liability is over half a trillion dollars. And we continue to believe that that is likely understated, and all indications are that that liability will continue to grow. And the urgency for DOE is maybe higher than for other agencies simply because of the nature of the job, which is cleaning up things that are not getting safer as they sit there and rot throughout the country. Absolutely. I mean, you have, well, there's a couple, multiple pressures here. One is you're dealing with a significant, you know, very dangerous waste. So you have the environmental and you have the human health risks of the cleanup, the stuff you're trying to clean up. 
Uh, and then trying to get a handle on this sooner is important too. Uh, it's also important to remember that the cleanup, the money for the cleanup of uh, this radioactive waste comes, is, since it was a product of defense production, it comes out of the defense budget. So not only is the federal government's overall budget going to be squeezed, but the dollars EM is, is fighting for here, you're going to be starting to pressure core defense dollars, specifically nuclear modernization, since it's coming out of the same budget. And having released this report, uh, dropped it overboard, let's say, has there been a splash? Has Energy said, yeah, you're right, we need to get on this? Well, in their response, they've agreed with our recommendation, so we take that as an encouraging sign. And uh, the Congress continues to, uh, you know, key staffers up there continue to show interest in this area. So we're optimistic that, uh, you know, additional scrutiny and pressure uh, from the Hill will start to move the needle a little bit in the direction that we think it needs to go. David Trimble is Director for Natural Resources and Environment Issues at the GAO. Thanks so much. Hey, thank you. And we'll post a link to his report and to this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. This episode is brought to you by Verizon. With Verizon, you can now get a private 5G network, so you can do more than connect your business. You can make it even smarter. Now ports can know where every piece of cargo is and where it's going. Robots can predict breakdowns and order their own replacement parts. And retailers can get ahead of the fashion trend of the day with a new line tomorrow. With a Verizon private 5G network, you can get more agility and security, giving you more control of your business. We call this enterprise intelligence. From the network America relies on, Verizon. 5G ultra-wideband available in select areas. Pre-qualification required for private 5G network. Terms apply. Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. Ricola. It's in our nature.